You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Here we are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is one amazing day because the New York Giants not only appeared in a playoff game, they won a playoff game by going into Minnesota Vikings Arena. That's not what it's called, but it doesn't matter. And defeating them 31 <laughs> to 20. For Chris and I gotta say, bro, that was one nail-biting end to a game. Quite exciting. How are you feeling? Oh man, um, I'll say tired, a little strung out, a <laughs> little wrung out. Um, kind of the way I have felt after every single Giants game this year because this team doesn't do anything but nail biters. That that is who they are. That is what they do, and it, it's only fitting that the a game against the Minnesota Vikings, another team that only does one score games. They only do nail biters would end this way. Exactly. And man, I got to say, I love the small adjustments that were made throughout this New York giants offensive game plan. Like how much pony personnel did we see? That's something we've been advocating for, for quite a while now, right? Pony personnel means two running backs on the field. We saw a lot of Matt Breida. We saw a lot of Saquon Barkley. We saw a lot of motion using, using whichever running back was the wing back. And then there, there was one like third and short where they actually handed the football off, which I knew they were going to do eventually. And the Vikings played it phenomenally, but it was a great individual effort from Matt Breida to pick up that first down. But I got to say, man, there were a lot of great individual efforts from the offensive side of the football and and the defense, man, it was a, it wasn't the best game for the defense, but no. they really <laughs> stiffened up towards the end of the game, and that's when, that's what really good football teams do, right? And that's what really good football units do. So I'm really happy to see that happening. And despite the fact that the refs, I don't know what they were calling with that roughing the passer on Dexter Lawrence, that was a horrendous call in my opinion. Uh, the, these refs were, I will say, very inconsistent <laughs> all game long. Yeah, you know, they let some things go that were obvious penalties and then they they had other calls that were you know just incredibly ticky tack what are you even doing here I I got the feeling over the course of the game that they kind of knew they were missing calls and then they try extra hard to make up for it and honestly both teams kind of got screwed by the refs over the course of the game so at least they were impartial (laughs) Yeah, I would say it was definitely even when it comes to that, but I'm hyped right now, Chris. I'm hyped because the Giants won a playoff game. A lot of people didn't even think this team had a shot of making the playoffs. Daniel Jones, his career is just done, right? Daniel Jones played a phenomenal game within the confines of Mike Kafka and Brian Dable's system, throwing for over 300 yards, which is not something that he has done consistently this season, throwing for two touchdowns, and then probably most importantly, rushing for 78 yards. And then Saquon had 53 yards on just nine carries, two touchdowns on the ground. Just that Giants offensive approach against a Minnesota Vikings defense, which let's be honest, it's, it's not the best defense, but this is what oh. good football teams do. They exploit the weaknesses of the other team. And Finally, the Vikings, despite the fact that they won 13 games this season, they didn't win this one-score game. No, they didn't. This is the first one-score game they've lost. And I believe this is the first time they've lost at home this year. So 
you know, kudos to the Giants on both counts. And also, you know, talk about Mike Kafka's adjustments and taking what the Vikings defense, um, such as it is, <laughs> gave him. The, the Giants had so many run-after-catch opportunities. They completely exploited how this Viking defense loves to play with their quarters coverage and the the pattern matching, the, the kind of uh, bend-but-don't-break style of defense. Yeah, Daniel Jones, uh, I'm just looking on uh, next-gen stats, averaged 4.9 air yards on his completed passes, and yet he had 300 yards passing. Yeah, that really does speak to how Kafka manipulated the Giants alignment, manipulated the Vikings defense, created separation for these receivers, and created just tons of open, open field for them to exploit and run after catch situations it was incredible to watch really it's been incredible to watch this entire season and then the factor that we mentioned a little bit ago too his legs if he didn't love what he saw which is so consistent with everything that he's done this season he used his legs to pick up first downs showed his toughness i don't love seeing him take these big hits in in open space chris but i gotta say man i admire no the courage of Daniel Jones and just his overall toughness and how he puts his body on the line. I mean, the Giants converted how many quarterback sneaks, even things like that can go a long way. I mean, the one play, it looked like Kendrick's forearm was in Daniel Jones's throat, but he's still, you know, big enough and strong enough to just lean forward. Speaking of strong, Chris, what about Saquon Barkley taking Dalvin Tomlinson, 315 pound Dalvin Tomlinson for a ride from the two yard line into the end zone. It's just great to see these young players on the New York Giants just embody what it means to be a New York Giant and score these touchdowns and these really high leverage types of situations. Hey, if you can't cover, if you can't squat three fifteen, you shouldn't be in the NFL. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that they could squat uh, a lot more than three hundred fifteen pounds, man. There's a lot that went into the end of this game, too, man. Like thinking back, man, it, it could have been really bad for Darius Slayton because that catch yes. like, would have ended the game, and and he dropped it he, and it was right in his breadbasket. He might want to send uh, KJ Osborne a very, uh, very ironic fruit basket or something because his drop basically did for the Vikings what Slayton's drop could have done for the Giants. And yeah, I, I have a lot of respect for Kevin O'Connell as an offensive coordinator. He was as impressive as Mike Kafka has been and was this game which I, I think we do kind of have to talk about the Giants defense and uh, Wink Martindale's decisions and how he played. But, you know, in a little bit, I, I am very confused by some of O'Connell's play calls this game, like that kind of uh, lateral from Justin Jefferson back to Kirk Cousins in the first quarter, which, you know, you're, were they expecting Cousins to throw it? Because he didn't look like he was ever even attempting to start to to throw the ball he just started to take off to run like you're throwing the ball to Kirk Cousins to run with it uh, okay he's not Mike Glennon or Nick Foles but Kirk Cousins has never really been known for his wheels out there and then having that drag route you know four yards short of the sticks on a four and fourth and what was it fourth and eight to end the yeah. game yeah, I, I, I get that TJ Hawkinson is a beast. And yeah, the Giants definitely need to figure out how to cover a tight end. Um, sometime this decade would be nice. But really? Yeah, having a tight end run a drag route, you know, a four-yard crossing route on a 
fourth and eight. Yeah, that I get that Wink has been playing a lot of zone in this game, but still, you're you're inviting the entire defense to just come flying downhill at him. I, I don't know how you ever expected that play to work, but hey, the, the Giants will take it. Exactly, and another thing too, man, Kirk Cousins wasn't sacked once in this game. And that says something, no, right? Wasn't. Because if you were to say, hey, the Giants are not going to sack Kirk Cousins once, you'd be like, oh man, that might've been a long game. You know, that might not have worked out in the Giants' favor, but yet the Giants outgained them by 99 yards, 431 to 332 yards. The Giants had much more time of possession because they had a 20-play, 10-minute drive in the second quarter that ended in only three points, which ideally you want to punch it in to the end zone there, but Lawrence Cager kind of dropped the ball on the goal line, and there were no turnovers in this game. This was just kind of back and forth for much of the game, and I got to say both offenses were clicking on all cylinders. Defenses started stepping up a little bit in the second half, and the Giants came up with the the big stop at the end, and, and credit should go to the Giants' defense for that, but I still have my concerns about this team's defense heading into Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Now I do not expect Wink to play nearly as much zone coverage as he did against Philly. Um, I'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens along the defensive front because Aziz Ojolari went down with a quad injury. Um, he was ruled out, ruled out pretty quickly. So it's, yeah, it's probably not a good one. We haven't gotten any update as to what it is or could be i in fact i'll check i'll check the twitter machine right now uh let's see latest but uh, onto uh, no, something just, else just a quad injury so far nobody nobody has gotten any reports on that yet um we'll keep an eye out for that <laughs> vacations can be tricky you already know how to book flights and hotels but now the only thing you're missing is you know the actual travel experience because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. While we're checking that too, man, we saw, or well, you already checked it, but we saw a lot of things, Chris, that this Giants coaching staff has done throughout the entire year, right? Like we saw a lot of quarter personnel. The Giants ran quarter personnel 13% of the time this year, which was significantly more than the second most team. That's what the Giants want. They want seven defensive backs out there. And when you have hybrid defensive backs like Jason Pinnock even and Landon Collins, it kind of helps you a little bit more, right? And then we also saw, we said we brought up the pony personnel a little bit ago, but we saw this Giants offense. Sorry about the ESPN interrupting again. We saw this Giants offense create explosive. They love doing that to us. Oh, they absolutely love it. It's really annoying. But we saw the Giants offense actually create explosive plays, which says a lot, right? Because what is the, I guess, one of the biggest issues with this Giants offense throughout this year was their inability to create explosive plays. Yes. And that's 
they were dead last. Like they were beneath the Falcons and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think on the first th- two drives, there were three explosive plays. And then we saw several more, a lot of them to Isaiah Hodgins, who look, yeah, people want to still call this guy a practice squad player. I don't think they are anymore, but he's not no, like this. Those people are bad and wrong and they should be ashamed of themselves. He went north of 100 yards and a touchdown. People be like, yeah, it's against Minnesota. It's like, it's still a freaking playoff game. And some of the catches that he was making were really impressive. Like Isaiah Hodgins is a very good right now. Yes. And that sideline grab was amazing. And also, Isaiah Hodgins' blocking resulted Mm. in points for the Giants. Like, the uh, that big Saquon Barkley run, that was sprung by Hodgins blocking, I believe it was Daniil Hunter. It was either Hunter or Zed Smith out there. You have a wide receiver blocking a defensive end, and he is winning. Yeah, credit to Hodgins for that. I, I'm absolutely giving him a game ball. I'm giving Matt Breida a game ball, and mm. I think I would have to give uh, uh, Darnay Holmes a game ball for this one as well because he blew up a few plays for the Vikings down right at the line of scrimmage, just triggering downhill incredibly quick. And those plays, if he hadn't been there, would have – been decent gains for the Vikings. Yeah, you know, the Giants uh, the Giants defense didn't do much, and that I think is a concern going to a Philly team that has seen them what three times in the last five weeks and has had a week of rest. So the Giants defense needs to show up. They definitely they need to show just up enough. They did just enough in this game when they absolutely had to. <laughs> Yes, and Philadelphia is going to be a totally different animal. We'll preview it at Big Blue View the entire week, what they can do with their rushing attack and how that's going to be more difficult to deal with than what the Giants faced with Dalvin Cook and the Vikings rushing attack. But Justin Jefferson started this game with five catches like right off the bat. He finished it with seven catches for 47 yards on nine targets. And I can't wait to get to the All-22 to see exactly what Wink Martindale did. We knew he was going to use some cover six to bracket in, out, cloud, trail all of those types of techniques to get multiple sets of eyes on Justin Jefferson. But early on, you're like, oh man, this might be a huge Justin Jefferson game. He finishes with less than 50 yards. I think the Giants would sign up for that. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson went for 10 for 129 again on 11 targets. That's what TJ Hawkinson seems to do against the New York Giants. But keeping Justin Jefferson at bay was a huge focal point for the New York Giants. And they were able to do that despite the fact that they definitely need some work on the defense. They they definitely do. Yeah, at times the Giants had three uh, three pairs of eyes on Justin Jefferson, which it you know that created some other opportunities. I think that was kind of a big reason why Hawkinson went off, and the Irv Smith touchdown that that was a defensive breakdown on the Giants' part. But a big part of that was because they had so much attention being paid to Justin Jefferson, who lined up in the backfield, and then. Basically, the entire defense follows him like it's elementary school kids and you know, playing soccer, just chasing after the ball in a swarm. Yeah, th- that I think just speaks to how much the Giants stressed not letting Jeff- Justin Jefferson beat them. It's exactly what it was. So, look, man, this is a very fun time to be a New York Giant. And the expectations were so low. This is a 13 and 4 team. And I know a lot of us believe that, yeah, they're 13 and 4, but they can be beaten and they were (laughs) and the giants were still dogs heading into their arena to play them. And here we are now the giants. This is our first playoff win since the last time the giants won the super bowl, which I think is obvious, but at the same time, like I kind of was thinking about it this week and I was like, that's kind of crazy. Right. Cause we always talk about 2016. You're like, Oh, we haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. It's like, yeah, we haven't won a playoff game since the damn super bowl. 
And here we are winning a playoff game with Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Brian Dable in his first year. Yes. And not to mention all those other guys whose names nobody knew. Justin Pinnock, Julian Love. Uh, we knew Julian Love because, you know, we appreciate him and his game. But it, the sports media at large, they had no, no clue who Julian Love was. Isaiah Hodgins coming off the coming off the discount rack. Richie James just being brought in to be a punt returner and wind up being a key cog in this offense out of the slot. Yeah, Daniel Bellinger, rookie tight end, playing a huge role for this team. Even like Ben Bredesen stepping up as a guard. It, what the Giants have done, what, what this coaching staff has done with just spare parts, cast-offs from other teams, has been absolutely amazing. And quite frankly, they might not want to think they're playing with house money, but it really doesn't matter what happens. <laughs> they have proven Amen. everything they absolutely need to. Like Al Davis said, just just win, baby. Like I, I'm cool with that, man. I'm all about this this winning type of culture. We're not used to it here. And also, man, just like the resilience early on in the game, the Vikings receive the football, Chris, and they drive right down the field like a knife through warm butter against the Giants' defense. And then what happens? The Giants match them. But before that, the Giants take that holding penalty off the big Saquon Barkley run that puts them into a first and 20 situation. But Jones finds Richie James for 13 yards to get him down into a second and seven, I think it was. And they just kept rolling from there. And it was Jones on deep horizontal crosses. It was Jones on little quick routes. It was Jones using his legs. And it wasn't even that much running the football. Like, like I said earlier, Saquon Barkley had nine carries. Matt Breida had three, and then Darius Slayton had one. Daniel Jones had freaking 17, man. It was so much of Daniel Jones's legs in this game, which has been a huge part of the game plan the entire year. Yeah, it absolutely has been. And the fact that he has been able to stay healthy, I think, has been kind of the biggest thing with that. You know, uh, on my Twitter feed, somebody asked why none of the Giants' other coaches ever thought to use Jones as a runner. And the reason is because you know he had the ankle injury in his first season and he had the hamstring injury in his second season. Then he had the neck nerve injury in his third season. He, this is the first time he's ever actually been able to stay healthy. Yeah, even back in Duke, he had the collarbone injury. So like you said, it, the, having him carry the ball, even if a lot of them were scrambles and there were only a couple designed runs yeah, that much is a concern, but if they lose, it doesn't matter. He's got plenty of time to get healthy. <laughs> We were legit having conversations about Daniel Jones's neck because he had a little scar here in, in training camp because we didn't know if he was going to be able to throw the football. Like That was a little bit of a narrative that was going around. And it's just excellent to see this kid take to the coaching and such a credit to the coaching staff. And that's no slight on Daniel Jones. Good coaches are supposed to get the most out of their personnel and their players. But so much credit should go to both Daniel Jones, Brian Dable, and Mike Kafka for really maximizing his talents because he does have talent and they are being maximized currently. They are. Yeah. The, what happens with Jones, that will be addressed down the line. Right now, we've got the Eagles to pay attention to. Mm. Yeah, we've got we have to we have to preview them again. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And it sucks because the last game there's not a lot to base off of because the Giants yeah. rested everybody. So you can base off what the Eagles are doing, but the Giants, I mean, they might have a lot of confidence going into that game now that they won this playoff game and their twos. Gave them kind of a lot of trouble down the stretch of that game, holding them to what, like five field goals or something. And only the one touchdown that happened to be, of course, Boston Scott. Yeah, yes, of course. So 
you know, I think we we should probably get get around to like getting a look at that tape. <laughs> yes, and, and we will do that. But Chris, do you have anything else on this New York Giants playoff victory, thirty-one to twenty-four <laughs> over the Vikings? No, no. The only thing is, I'm actually just a little bit surprised it didn't come down to like a two-point conversion or something like that. Because again, that's who these two teams are. I'm surprised it was a seven-point game. <laughs> It's a seven-point game where the Giants did go for it twice on fourth down, and the Vikings attempted to go for it twice on fourth down, but were stopped on that TJ Hawkinson play, which you're right, Chris, that one doesn't really make sense to me. But everybody, hey, thank you so much for joining us here at Big Blue View Radio and on the YouTube. Please head on over to BigBlueView.com. Check out all of our written content. Look, Giants just want a playoff game. Everyone is hyped. Go check it out. We will be covering the next game extensively and reviewing this game extensively as well. So take care of each other, everyone. Enjoy the win and go Giants. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.